The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. UFC Unfiltered today. What a great show. We have the delightful Katie Nolan in studio with us and Misha Tate's on the phone. Matt and I really have a lot of fun and Chris the producer gets fucking thrown under the bus <laughs> where he belongs. It's true. He may finish it here. Oh, he's out. He kicked out. It is all over. UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered. With Jim Norton and Matt Sarah, powered by digital media, find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Hi, Jimmy. Hello, Matt. Pleasure to be here. Um, Still picking fucking almond out of my teeth. <laughs> I always eat almonds before we go on. This behind-the-scenes stuff people are fascinated with. That's why I didn't want to rush you, man, with your fucking hands full of nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and you know who I didn't want to talk to before we we got on uh, Chris the, the producer we never I, want to well, talk that's to that's a given producer. that's a fucking always given. bad news but K- Katie Nolan the wonderful Katie Nolan is here yes and she from, got a real behind the scenes view from garbage time can I speak yet or yeah. do I have to wait <laughs> no, you just jump right in Jimmy she's so funny I actually told her don't stop talking to me I, I didn't talk to I, I couldn't talk to her because she was spitting out gems well Katie got to see the before the show ritual mm. oh yeah that's that's the we pooping don't, we, we don't have yeah. to, well it's Matt pooping. It's, not yeah, the, it is it's not all pooping it's poop, it, it was all pooping well listen I think I'm a gentleman because I did ask Katie and I and I and I met Katie you gotta understand but we, we did her show what three months ago something like that yeah so I don't know her that well, but I still want to do the right thing, and I don't want to. I she can't go in there after me, Jimmy. I mean, I'm not being a dick. I'm being. I'm no, not, you're being and a I'm not saying I fucking blow it up. I mean, you go in there now, you know, it's not bad. I opened the way the fucking open. It wasn't bad. You know when it's bad, and you're like, yo, listen, everybody, it's out of order. But I, I wanted to give her the he option. Did. He said, he said, you know, Katie, just say no. If you need to use the restroom, I would recommend you do that before me. I'm going to go in a few minutes. And isn't I was that, like, that's weird, but is, I appreciate but it. But isn't that yeah. a gentleman? That's a gentleman. You're a nicer yeah. person than I am because not only would I destroy it, I would, I would send her in there under false pretenses right after. <laughs> I'd be like, I think I left money in there. because you go grab it? Uh, she sees. Now, she's out here early. She sees what kind of nice guy I am because she also, yeah. she saw when you came in and what did I do when he came? What did I offer him? Same thing. To use the, the bathroom. Absolutely. You're very focused on the bathroom use. And that, no, I guess no. that makes you a very nice guy. You know what? How about that? Next time you come in, I'm not, I'll say, Katie, go ahead. I didn't go yet. I'll fucking lock you. You'll try to get out. I'll stand in front of that door and you're screwed. But I'm embarrassed though because I didn't <laughs> realize she was here. So instead of saying like, yeah, I'd love to go before you. I said, no, I want to come in with while you're using it like normal. You didn't see her behind you. <laughs> I've never been early to anything before. Yeah. This is my first time and I think <laughs> I'm never going to probably do it again. 
now that I see how it goes. She is scarred. Yeah. What made you be hard? Uh, I just thought I was going to get lost, so I gave myself extra time. Oh, okay. Yeah. You had no, no problems. No, yeah, since I've seen you last, what have you been doing? Because working, you've been working out or something. No, I'm not. Flir- I'm a married guy. I'm not flirting with you. I swear to God. Yeah, okay. I'm not. I'm fucking not. I'm just letting you know, right or wrong. That she looks good. Yeah, she looks delightful. Th- thanks, guys. I'm trying to embarrass I have not you. lost any saying. weight, so I no? appreciate no. All right. No, I mean maybe in the last week because I've been stressed out. I, right. I don't have. I don't. Well, you didn't need to. Yeah, maybe thank the, you. Maybe it's the lighting in here. It's going no, down a weird path. I walked in. He's like, "You look good. Have you been save it for the broadcast?" I'm like, "I you didn't even finish your." <laughs> I, I don't even know what you're talking. I try to catch myself, Jimmy. I try to be a professional. You should be saving it for air, don't you oh. think, Jimmy? Yes, I do. I didn't mean to smack you when I did. No, that. you're absolutely. But you're right. You're, that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. It, it was a friendly smack, and I, I, I you know, she, she, Katie started down the road, uh, and um, I'm like, we should mention it on the air. We we're talking about being a fan of the UFC, and uh, it's announced that Velasquez is fighting for Doom. Uh, probably on the Ronda card. And Katie said, wow, I, you know, there's a lot of fights and I don't know all the fighters and it makes it, there's so many guys to follow as opposed to a team sport. Yeah, we were saying, like I've used the NFL as an example, like there's 32 teams. It's easy enough to remember and I even struggle with it because memory is not my strong right. point. I'm more of like a person who's interested in storylines and stuff like that. But like you can remember the last time the Packers played the Bears, but you it's when you guys are like, did blank ever fight blank before? I'm like, how do you know? There's so many fighters and it must be really hard to keep track of. And I said, to be completely honest, that I like the UFC and I've tried to get into it. I wouldn't classify myself as a a huge fan, but I am really interested. And I think one of the things that keeps me from really fully understanding it is that there's so many fighters and I don't think I could possibly know all of them. And I don't like to talk about something authoritatively unless I know it. People never mind if someone doesn't know something and they say like, hey, I'm not sure about that. People hate a fucking know-it-all who doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, That's what people hate. But if you don't know something, like I'm not a fucking, if I ever came up and said I'm a, I'm a UFC expert and I know more than Rogan and Cormier, people would spit their gum in my face. But I never claim that. You can't claim to be an expert if you're not and then people are fine with it. But people like when you ask questions like the every... Like the average uh, watcher. Yeah, because they, I am a, I'm, I'm a fan who loves the sport. I love watching it. I haven't seen, I don't know who all the fighters are. <clears throat> I haven't seen every single fight. I can't, I can't say the names like fucking Joe and Goldberg do. It's humiliating. I fuck up half of them. And so do you, and you were a champion, so I don't feel like bad. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> you could just blame it on getting hit in the head, though. I yeah. could, oh, I could. Well, it took, you know, so many hits to the head. I took a few shots. Yeah. But let me ask you about being, listen, and I'm not a sports guy, which is so, I know it sounds unmanly. You don't like team sports? I don't, I, well, I don't, I, I just watch like the combat sports. Sure. I, I'm not, I listen, I'm not trying to be that alpha fucking right. yeah, tough like. guy. I'm just saying it's all I watch. And you were saying it's hard to get into watching the fighters because there's so many. With me, like with this, and this is a serious question. With the sports teams, they're like, "Yo, I was my father's a fan of the Eagles. I've been a fan of the Eagles. My my grandfather, all that shit." But they're constantly changing yeah. people. So, what exactly is it? The fucking jersey? Yeah. What are you so? You're oh, we're diehard, uh, whatever, giant fans, and it's in my my heritage. That is it. The bonding that you'd go with your, as a kid with your father to it, or. Because the, the the players are constantly changing. Right. Does that make sense? Seinfeld yeah. did a bit on that about how it's about you're rooting for clothing. Right. Like when you oh, look did at he really? it. Yeah. yeah, when you look at it from a pure logic standpoint, it makes no sense because free agency and the way that the leagues are run now, I mean, you could hate a guy who's on the Yankees and then a year later he's on the Red Sox and now you have to yeah. root for him. It's very strange. So what is but the you loyalty just, to? You, you just suspend logic. I think it's just the experience. For me, it was that like I'm from Boston. All of Boston is diehard sports it's sort of just part of your identity so Mm. i'm a red sox fan because i can't 
ever picture myself being anything else. Um, and a Bruins fan and a Patriots fan. It's just how you're raised. And it's Were like you happy when they beat the Yankees after being down 3 none? No, it was the worst. <laughs> what do you mean? Of course. <laughs> of course. But you sort of, I mean, it's it's almost good in a way that you're not necessarily rooting for a specific person, yeah. which helps you if that person, as we've found in a lot of modern athletes, ends up kind of being shitty. Um, you're, you're, you aren't, all of your loyalties aren't to one human being well, because depends on how they that leave. weird are they good on the field and off the field and does that matter who they are as a person yeah. if you're devoting your life to them as a fan depends on how they leave the team too like if someone leaves the team in free agency like when lebron first left cleveland they hated his guts yeah. because he left in big fanfare and went to miami and they, the team felt kind of fucked but if you get traded or if, if they're just not going to renew your content no matter where you go and you're a beloved player They'll always cheer for you. Yeah. And, and, and not to switch gears because I'm going to fucking, it's going to be out of my head in a second. Okay. When did Seinfeld do that thing about the jerseys? Many years ago I saw it. I honestly okay. don't know. This Write is down why. So you remember. Well, no, this just is. Make a note to yourself <laughs> there on your little Katie, my handwriting is horrendous. I can't read it. Do you it want me myself. to write it for you? No, but this is the thing, okay. Katie. He, Jimmy tells me he never watches other comedians and stuff because, or you're not often or whatever, because he doesn't want some shit in his head that he might right. spurt out and. And this and that, that they'll be like, oh, you took that from oh, yeah, fucking so and you don't so even so. realize you're doing it. Yeah, that's yeah. it's just a fear of mine. I also don't want to watch shit comedy. <laughs> I also great. don't want to watch great comedy. Like once in a while, I'll see Colin Quinn at the Comedy Cellar, and you know, I'll, I'll stop and watch him because he always makes me laugh. Yeah. Or David Tell, you can't not watch. Yeah. Like you know, guys like that, or guys who I never see, but I just I can't sit down there and just watch comedy. That's funny though. But you see how something like that can happen because that's a common thing though. So True. people have the same thoughts on this. We do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it is, know? and I always know purely where I got mine from because yeah. I don't watch the racks. Like, no matter what someone says about Trump, I know that my own jokes are my own jokes because I haven't watched anybody's stuff on yeah, Trump. Yeah, but like, so like, how do you defend against that? Because that's one of those things in the comedy community that there are people who specifically will just study other comedians so that they can call out other comedians when they make a joke. Depends on how original your personality is. Like, There's a lot of guys who are rip-offs of a comedian named Mitch Hedberg who mm -hmm. died. Mitch was really funny. Really, really original, unique guy. When did he die? Died maybe seven years ago, and he died of heroin overdose. And uh, he would talk. He like he had jokes like, "I used to do a lot of drugs, I still do, but I used to too." Like he was that fucking kind of <laughs> yeah. really yeah. funny dude. He's like escalator currently stairs. Yeah. Sorry for the convenience. Like the, yeah, the, these <laughs> Wait, great one liners you, that you're were like, with him also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mitch He's was amazing. A, did he did he make it? Oh well, you know oh, the yeah. average person doesn't know him. He did, hold on, did he make it? He made it to a certain level. Like he was on a big tour with David Tell and Louis Black years ago. And he wound up becoming like this cult figure. And then once he died, he even went more through the roof because well, it, cause Letterman was, loved him. Like yeah. Letterman had some good taste and, and liked Mitch, but his cadence has been stolen. Aha, guys will oh, talk yeah. like that. And they just sound like Mitch. Yeah, well, it's and kind you, of fun to talk like that. Yeah, it is fun. <laughs> do it again? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sitting here. I, still with, do, I sound like a moron. I can't I even pretend to, to do it. Too. You know, yeah. you, you yeah. can just tell it yeah. when you hear it. So guys that are like, uh, when, when guys are kind of un un unintentional personality thieves like when they oh, rip wow. off somebody's essence without even meaning yeah. to you give them a little less leeway than another guy yeah david tells another guy who everyone takes from dave is so brilliant <clears throat> okay <clears throat> fine <clears throat> and, and holding the mic <laughs> with both hands you know uh, it's one of those things where you just know it's a tell right you probably can't prove it in court yeah but you you understand by the cadence that they're very heavily David Tell influenced. So if you see a joke that's too similar, you're like, eh, I know where that guy. Yeah. But if you're a unique comedian or you're original, people give you the benefit of the doubt. I don't mm -hmm. know how you know, you just know. Yeah. You just, we, right. we just, most that of us. That would stress me out. 
It is stressful, but yeah. it's like any, anything else. You try real hard not to. Yeah. I've, I've come up with the same jokes as Colin or other guys who were doing this a topical bit, and I know I didn't take it from them, so you talk about it. I was going to say, if you hear them tell a joke that you know you came up with too, do you just stop immediately, or do you like really fight to the death? I don't know. Got it first? Like, I, I heard that I, I, was, I was in uh, Toronto doing a comedy festival, and I'm working with this uh, opening act, and she's like, oh my God, I worked with Roseanne last night, and she did this thing on whatever. And I'm like, I do almost the exact same joke. And I haven't that, seen Roseanne do stand up in ten years. And now you got a guy that said that to you. It was a woman who said it to me. Oh, they got that ch- that girl, the chick, yeah. that broad. There you go. Keep going. Keep going. No, but I, I, I immediately told her I do something like that. So if you see me do it, I didn't take it from her. Uh, right? You, you got to say that first immediately, or if you, or I'll say to guys, just so you know, we got a really similar joke. I didn't see you do it, and I know you didn't see me do it. Like I'm, I'm not, like, let them know you're not calling yeah. them out on yeah. thievery, but I don't want to fucking hear it six months from now if I do it on a special. You know, people get off on that now. I feel like with social media, where they're all trying to have their voices heard. Like if we come up with a a segment for our show that's similar to a segment that somebody else came up with, because there's only so many comedy sports ideas. What's a similar segment you've come up with? So like we did something called Horse or Hipster Band around Kentucky Derby, where we would read people a name of a horse that was racing in the Kentucky Derby, and you had to guess if it was the name of it, like a little band you'd hear at a bar in Brooklyn or a horse. And we got tweets from like a local northern like north carolina radio show that was like way to take our bit uh, and it was like i when would i come across a uh, north carolina sports talk radio nah, show that's funny. i would never have uh, heard it so of course it was a mistake but then people just like hop on this train of they stole it they took it yeah. it's like no radio I, guys are obsessed with that shit by the way oh my god oh really cuz radio guys and i and i do radio so i know we need something to talk about you got to fill 3 or 4 hours a day so yeah. anything like that wow. someone stole our bit it gets people yeah. talking it gets and sometimes they do steal a bit there's yeah. a lot of hacky shit in radio yeah. there's a lot of guys that do something from called prep burger where they go there and they get their dog shit ideas. Like, if you ever hear anybody doing like a War of the Roses thing, like uh, where they have the guy call up and he's ordering roses and then his girlfriend's on the line, you're sending roses to another girl? It's a fake. Any type of fucking phony phone calls are fake on the radio. No. They're all fake. No. Because the FCC does not allow you to put somebody on the radio without, without their, their knowledge. But can't you ask them afterwards, like, you, this was recorded, you're going to be on the radio? At one point, you could. Now you have to tell them beforehand really? you're on the radio. Uh, uh, so they're Ruining all everything. a lie. It's all bullshit. War of the Roses is a fucking hack bit. The Fugitive, where somebody takes the, the money from the, uh, the station, and you have to guess, and they call in with radio station clues to help someone find the money. It's all shit. Well, maybe yeah. I'm listening to the wrong shows because I haven't heard any of that shit. Yeah, they're hacky. You don't, well, you don't yeah. hear many shows. I though. can't, I don't like the, the zooish, like the fucking corny. Sometimes my wife laughs at some shit <laughs> and I'm like, what You look at her differently. Like, what, what are you laughing what? at? Well, she likes some of the stuff and then she likes the stuff. What's that, that show where they do like the Improv with I don't know if it was Jim Drew Norton Carey. and Sam Roberts. <laughs> oh, oh first of all, hey, not for nothing. That was fun as hell on uh, Friday. Yeah, you were awesome. You, Matt, Matt was I was on. on the show. He had me as a he was as, so oh. great. Matt what was a good so, time! So I had a fucking blast. Yeah, we love you. And Anytime. that guy Voss was a uh, Rich Voss was oh, funny. Yeah, he, did he poop every, in your studio? Did he poop in your morning? Oh, 100%. Studio? Oh, did you shit? Yeah, Matt. Well, I heard you talking. I got there and I the first thing I did, Katie, I, I walked. But to my credit, though, did you I poop at my studio? There's a, I, I'm going to say there's a strong possibility. <laughs> I'm not going to, Katie, I'm not the mad pooper out there. What the? Yeah. Seems it like makes it. Me, I'm an animal. Yeah. yeah. You know what it is though? I roll in the morning. I do some jujitsu in the morning and you're getting guys trying to put their knee on your belly and they're pressing. Things get moved around, Katie. Mm, yeah. 
So that's what happened. Sure. So, and I like, and then you got to fucking, you know, Let I'm very out. regular. It's better than being Good bloated. for you. That's Absolutely. Great. Do you know Why what I do? explaining my shitting habits? I normally wouldn't, Matt, but now that you've, you've mentioned them to Katie Nolan, I'll, I'll even go a little bit. Oh. I have this toilet now. It's phenomenal. Oh. It squirts the water up. It will oh. kind of like do shit. Are you serious? Do you got that? At the end, yeah. It comes out and it does it. It's a really good toilet. Like when Is I it, walk What's in, it called? Because I think I stayed at a hotel that had Is it like completely automated and yes. stuff? Yes. Yeah. When you walk in, it goes. And it's a dryer too, right? Do you have yeah. a dryer for I your I don't like the dryer because then it blows up a shit smell at you. It's just <laughs> awful. <laughs> It's like having shit air blown <laughs> out of you. That's fucking oh great. God. Yo, I need one of those. Dude, here's what the beauty of it is. If you're not sure if you're going to be able to go, you jet that water up and it kind of works like an enema. Not as wow. good as an enema, I'm sure, wow. but it's fucking phenomenal. I recommend them highly. I'll never not have one. Wow. Yeah. What do you do when you're like on the road and you can't? I don't, I don't usually have problems, but oh, okay. I'm just saying so on the occasion that I do, so but I, I long the water for it. Up. Yeah. So you can just press it's the like button. It's like pulling the trigger, but for the other. Yeah. 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 It's good. Yeah, I'm sure you don't have any problems like that. I'm telling you, that's a great. I, when I was in Japan, uh, when I was in Japan, but seriously, in Japan is when I first time I've ever had. I heard they have them there. Fucking, they ha- I'm telling you, and they have, they go from extremes. They go from. <laughs> I have a couple of shit stories. One, when I was in Japan, the, I found that toilet and it was like just falling in love. Yeah. I mean, that thing was the, the nozzle comes out. So I know exactly what you're talking about. You got a remote control, Katie, if you use one of these. Yeah. And I get so excited. Look, I know, like, you're so excited. I'm just waiting for it to be over. <laughs> Go ahead, get through it. Get through it. Well, listen, this is important though. It is. Because yeah, yeah, if you yeah. want a clean ass, like we all do, sure. the nozzle comes out, cleans you, dries you. Sure. And then, so I'm in Japan. This is my first toilet I used in Japan. I think. So anyway, I'm running through. I had to use the bathroom. I'm running through a fucking casino. I had to find the place. So I was I was through a casino, and then I, I run into a stall. There's no fucking toilet. There's a hole oh, in the oh, fucking... In Japan? That's so, only China. That's Japan, too? That's Japan, dude. Because oh. be- they say it's better for you. So like I'm the like, whole squatty so potty, so like, your legs up, So I'm squatting yeah. and... Fucking is I mean so you just go from how do you not super, lose your wallet or your phone? How yeah, much stuff falls point. into there? Oh gross. Well, I mean you might have to take your pants off, like so I don't <laughs> You took your pants oh, off well, I mean, <laughs> in a public restroom. No, I'm not, I'm not walking around the bathroom like that, Katie. Yeah. You gotta take your shoes oh, off sometimes to get your pants off. Yeah, he's cutting That's out. true. So you so were you barefoot <laughs> squatted over a hole in a Japanese bathroom in a hundred percent, Katie. Tell you know, the people what people they don't need know. the visual. They should have a swing oh, that hangs. You just hang your ass off it. Well, have you have see, you ever talked to Weidman about his shit story? Oh he yeah, hundred percent. That, that first date shit you gotta, story. Yeah, when he first He's met his wife. Good. Yeah, yeah. He had yeah. to go bad. He, right, I, I almost want to save it for him. I was going to say that's UFC Let's related and toilet related. Let's ask him we should ask him tomorrow. Definitely. Get he said into it before an in interview, so it's not breaking news. Matt and I are interviewing Chris Weidman and uh, and Stephen Thompson, uh, Wonder Boy, <laughs> tomorrow in a UFC gym. Oh, I gotta let yeah. the I gotta let the guy. You have a. I want you doing it. What's his name? Josh? Josh, yeah, tell Josh. Can you text us. that guy and tell him I'm in? It tell him it's together. breaking news because I just texted him on the way here <laughs> saying I'm out. I go, I think Jimmy could fucking kill that. No, it should be. And he goes, no, no, it's a good promo. You need promo. to be there to ask the poop questions that the people want. I'm not all about shit. Uh, Katie, I was champ of the world. Does it mean anything? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's nothing. It does. Oh, fuck. It got me hanging out with Jimmy Norton. I don't know. Yeah, so I want us to do it together. Oh, we're going to do it together. It'll be more fun. We will. Way. Me and, and the UFC gym, people be disappointed. If, if there's fans there, they'll be disappointed you're not there. <laughs> Why? Oh, we're doing it in front of like a live. People? We don't know yet. Josh doesn't know. Josh is not good with spitting out the information. Yeah, quickly. man. He doles out information on a mm. need to know basis. That's and Katie, have you? I'm sorry, I didn't okay, but yeah. no, go. Uh, did I? Have you done stand up before? Uh, no, I took a I took a class. 
once. What about those classes? I know, bullshit? which is one of those things I felt like after I, after I took the class, I felt like it was like bartending class. Who which, taught it? As a bartender, I'm so like a famous it, comic. Still, no, he was it was in Boston, so it was a he's a local comedian that has been around for a while. And it was helpful for me because what I needed was I'd been doing YouTube comedy for so long, which you do alone in your house and there's and you no one around. By yourself? Yeah. So that after you've been doing that and you get stuck in that way five days a week telling jokes to an empty room, it, it just the thought of standing in front of people and getting immediate feedback was very daunting and it was daunting enough for me to not want to do it. So I needed the class to get sort of acclimated to A, being around people when being funny, which was something I used to always do, but Again, you just get into this mindset of like only making jokes alone. So I needed it to, to break me out of that. But I don't think that anyone who wants to do stand-up necessarily has to take a stand-up class. I'm sure you would feel the same way. You can. You don't have to. I, I mean, I never did. But um, I've heard some. I know guys that teach and they, and they can be helpful just yeah. with helping you mold a little bit. They helped like with, you know, I would come to class and be like, I don't know if this idea I have is a joke or like a longer bit. And so they would try to help me like talk through if it was. Those usually work out on stage too. Yeah, you can just work yeah. the best. The best way to do it is to just do it as much as possible. And I just couldn't ever commit to that. And I didn't want to be that person who says, "Yeah, I do yeah. stand up," and you really are doing like one open mic every month. When did you do those uh, YouTube videos? How a long time ago? No, it was well, it was right before this job. So I've been at Fox for three years. So it was like the two years prior to that. How'd that come to you? It's like I'm going to put this shit on YouTube and make people laugh. Or- Get I was, noticed. No, I didn't want to get noticed at all. I was writing a blog for a while because um, I was bartending and then I just felt like, wow, I went to college, I graduated and I'm bartending and I was just needed something more for my brain. Not that there's anything wrong with bartending. My mother was a bartender my whole life. It's just I needed, I felt like I had disappointed my plans for my life. Yeah. And so I started this blog to just have, you know, a, a outlet for creative commentary or funny commentary on stuff that was happening in my life or stuff that happened in the news. And a website found me and asked me to write for them. And I did like this once a week free quid pro quo. They would send traffic to my website kind of a thing. And then they uh, they were like, well, we want to do this daily video series. And we were going to hire a woman to read our script and write it for her. But, you know, you can write and you can also do it because, you know, you're a woman. So just, you know, film it. And I How said, long would it be? It was supposed to be like two or three minutes. But it was supposed to be like... Uh, weekend update on SNL. So it would be like, read a headline, give a punchline. Read a headline, give a punchline. And I'd never done that before. And that's a thing that's like a very, it's a tough skill to have. You sort of have to work at it for long enough until you get into a rhythm of, you know, I would end up saying too many words or whatever. I told them I didn't want to do it. They were like, just try. We'll actually pay you $750 a month to do five videos a, a week, which is a very small amount of Ooh, money for a very no, large amount of work. Bad. <laughs> So I was doing these videos where I was like researching the news, writing the headlines, writing the jokes, filming them. And then I started to get to the point where I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. It's like I bought a green screen. I taught myself how to light a green screen and key out a green screen and do graphics and use fancy editors like Final Cut Pro. Did you buy that for your laptop? Yeah. I should get that. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's good. It was a shit interruption. It was just honestly curious. <laughs> yes. It's good, though. I, but I downloaded question. it. I downloaded it for free because it's like 250 bucks or well, something. Well, I'd rather like, spend the money than steal, Katie. Go yeah, right ahead. I stole it. <laughs> okay. I was broke. So you did all this yourself with the green yeah. screen and... And these were going up on YouTube. They were also hosted by this men's website. It's called Guyism. I don't think they're a website anymore. Um, it wasn't popular by any means. It was probably getting... 2,000 views per video on the best ones or yeah. any of the ones that had the word boobs in the title would get Oops. tons of clicks. Yes. Um, 
And I would get phone calls every now and then. I remember the first time I got contacted by a network that was like, we're interested in you. It was E and I got really excited. E. And they, we did like a Skype interview and they said, we're just meeting hundreds of people who work on YouTube to see who has the right stuff. So don't get yeah. your hopes up. So then I got a call from ESPN. I got a call from, um, I think Comedy Central. And then I got a call from Fox. So by the time Fox called me, I was like, this Traded, isn't, yeah. yeah, this is cool. Thanks for considering me. Yeah. And they were like, no, we want you to come do a screen test, which I'd never done. I'd never seen a teleprompter. And then, you know, I auditioned. It was bad, but here and we that, are. And that led to garbage time. Mm-hmm. Mm. What am I saying it right? To, garbage time. Yeah, but that led to Crowd Goes Wild, which was uh, oh. the first show I did on Fox, hosted by Regis Philbin. It was a big sports oh, I was on that, I think. Yeah, you were. You, you, I, you let me punch you in the arm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> when Alan Iverson didn't show up. Yeah. He was supposed to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You so, lose track of who hit Regis you. Regis wasn't there. I know. How did I, I, we've talked about this before. She's like, yeah. yeah, I punched you. I struck I you. I mean, what the well, fuck? they were like, you know, he does this thing where he lets UFC fighters come on his podcast or his radio show, whatever it was. And hit me, and, yeah. and hit them. He's like, so ask him if you can hit him. I'm like... I don't want to hit the guests. Yeah, but I've just mind. met. Him. I'm just the opposite. I'd love to slug most of my guests. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but I've gotten punched. I never asked Liddell to do it. I wish I had. Yeah, I didn't never ask me to hurt Ooh, you either. I, I wouldn't do it anyway. No, I would. I didn't. I've never, we've interviewed Tyson a bunch. I never asked him to punch me. Yeah, because he was retired. I wouldn't usually ask retired fighters. Yeah. yeah, because then it feels like, hey, show me what you used. It's almost like just guys yeah. who are in it. I never Let me asked. See if anybody. you still got it. You know who I <laughs> who I should have asked. We interviewed Joe Frazier one time, mm-hmm. and, and and Joe still had giant fucking fist but he would do this thing we took a photo with him and when you took a group photo he would do this thing where like the person on his right he would really quickly throw his hand out like he's gonna punch you and people always Whoa. flinched and even yeah. at his age he still had fucking and then he would laugh you know because that's a fighter's idea hilarious yeah but he, he wouldn't <laughs> hit you but he just you know he would just tap you but even at that age he still had like knock you out speed even mm. at 68 70 years old Joe Frazier still would have punched me through a fucking brick wall fuck yeah he would you know let me ask you both an opinion because I, I, I I respect both your opinions. I do. I always do the fist thing in the pitches because people, hey, can I have Just a picture? Sure. Yeah, it's okay because that's normal. But then I'm in non, I'm in regular pictures. I still find myself doing the, is that wrong? Like, yeah. hey, I'm a fighter. No. Is it wrong? It's or should I, wrong. then I don't know. I swear, I'm not to do the Ricky. I don't know what to do with my hands thing. I seriously, I'm so used to every picture doing this, Katie, that I'm just like, I don't know what, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm I'll, just like, I really don't know what to do with the hands. I'll tell you what's wrong. What's what? wrong is there was a time where Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin was at Sirius XM. Yeah. And I wanted to take a photo with him. And they said, okay. And they put me up against the wall with Jimmy Page. I didn't get to interview him. But we took a picture and I put the fist. And I don't know. I'm not a fighter. I'm just an asshole. So I'm in fighter pose with Jimmy Page. I'm like, what the fuck did I do that for? Yeah, How I, dare me? You don't show anybody that picture. I, I literally, I would have been less of a douchebag if I did like a baseball thing where yeah. I cock my hands up. Right? What a fool. I don't know. A fist could be like, yeah. You should have like, like the fucking heavy metal. Jimmy Page. Yeah. No, I should have just stood there with my hands down next to Yeah, but then I, I agree with what you're saying. You look weird sometimes when your hands are by I your side and you I'm look like you're hunched you. over. Yeah. I do a thumbs up. I grab up. my own tits. That's yeah. what I do. You do a thumbs up? <laughs> I just do a thumbs up. And then people have now started calling me out on it. They'll like tweet a picture and go, you did the same pose you do in every... I'm it like, is what awful. else am thumbs I supposed up is to terrible. do? That's terrible. I used to always... What should I do? It's not as bad as a fist. No, no, it's not. I defended you on the fist. No, no, that's true. But a fist, sitting on a fist is actually better than a thumbs up. 
But no, I don't know what to do. I usually put my arm around the person, usually like that, and I'll have one and just hang. I just let my arm hang down. But I have like male fans, and so they will put their arm around me, and they'll either do the hover where they don't want to fully touch touch me, or they'll shake the whole time that they'll because they're nervous, which is very sweet. But then I don't want to be like, well, you make the male guys nervous sometimes. Like, look at that. So they get like, hi, just hi, Katie. Wish I put my arm around you. I don't know. Sometimes a little sweaty. Yeah, you know it's funny. I took a photo one time. There was uh, the Fantastic Four when they did this film was being interviewed as a group. Yeah, wow, and those movies sucked. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw them, but I went Fucking up to where shit. it was. It was at the old XM facility, and uh, I it was you know Michael Chiklis and Jessica Alba and whoever the other two were. But mm. we took a photo with the group just to do it. And my buddy was there, <laughs> and uh, he was wearing a vest. He's a true ass. A vest with nothing underneath it. What? And his armpits were hairy and oh, sweaty. Oh, no, no. And he put his arm around Jessica no. Alba and his fucking no, hairy no, armpit. No, His hairy what armpit. What did she say? Did she, she say? She was like, ah. That's assault, I think. Yeah. His, his, <laughs> I don't think you can do that. His hairy armpit touched oh. her fucking shoulder, his wet armpit. And she was like, ah. And being a guy 5'6", Katie, I know her pain. When guys take pictures with me. They put I, their armpits on. Well, I usually get an underhook. How many times you know? do you feel they're sweaty? The warmth no, no. of their sweat. If I have a did like a uh, like a meet and greet type of thing or whatever you don't it, it you're not chances are you're getting some stinkers in there and it's hard with taller guys rest on my shoulder yeah. so i'm a good smelling guy jimmy yeah i know you are as you Comments know on that usually yes. loosely uh for all the shit stories i smell pretty good absolutely from and the I'm waist clean. up from the waist I think, up true. chris to the producer i take a lot of showers a day if, if i had my choice i would if i had my if i had a shower in there I would wash my ass every time. Okay. Matt smells good, except... <laughs> Let me get back to the point, Katie. Hold on, from, Katie, the, from the, the hips to the knees. Armpits. Katie's like, why is that the way go back to your ass? That's where, now, it, listen, where it begins but and But the point is this. <laughs> they rest their arms. Their arm, they give me a hug, and I don't mind. I'm a friendly guy. I'm a tight, give hugs. And the armpits rest on my shoulder, and I fucking stink. And I, I smell. I go, people are going to think I fucking smell. Oh, because the top of your shoulder. I've had that. Yeah, that was horrible. Put, and you, then your top of your shoulder smells like their BO. Oh, and it's fuck like, yeah. And then you take gross. other pictures, and then people yeah. are going to be like, oh, he stinks. Yeah. I, I heard feel that about you. I stink. Like, like, who's with this person that they stiff? Fucking how, wet arm. How tall are you, Chris, the producer? Ew. Uh, maybe five, nine. I didn't nine. know they stacked shit that high. <laughs> you see Full Metal Jacket? <laughs> set him, we set you up, you prick. <laughs> That's fucking And good. that was the height, too, Joe. Oh, that was uh, Cowboy's height. Yeah, it's true. What was I talking about? Yeah, you, stinking. You were ta- yeah, you, and you, uh, you, it's not easy being five, six. People think it's all, it's all fucking, you know, rainbows. Well, if you want to, I mean, obviously, look, man. I mean, the, the worst, uh, even worse than stinking is being thirsty. I remember Matt and I were talking. Yes. And he said, uh, you know, Jim, you should drink eight glasses of water a day. I Ooh. did say that. It's true. I said, but who really does? Coffee, soda, energy drinks. I mean, why don't you just drink more water? I'm like, mm. I don't know. He said, because it's bland and you want something that tastes good. I said, yeah, but what's the solution? Matt grabbed me by the lapels and shook me. Drink Hint Water! Very, very aggressive. (laughs) Hint Water was started by Cara Golden. That's not really important for the copy, but I'll say it. A few years ago, after having her fourth child... Oh, you know what? It does make sense. No, it makes sense. Here's why, because it gives you a little background on Cara. She was overweight, had terrible acne... And overall felt awful. Imagine if these were just things I was throwing in that had nothing to do with <laughs> So drink the water. Yes. <laughs> she was drinking 10 diet sodas a day. Wow. Instead of drinking water. Okay. And, and here's why. And I understand this. Because first of all, I like a good diet Coke or a diet Pepsi. Because yeah. water is boring. Mm. Sometimes somebody says, yeah. you want some water? No. Exactly. And they Put you to sleep. get it. But uh, what other options are there? I mean, juice is full of calories and the no calorie drinks are garbage. They mm. stink. 
That's why she started Hint Water. Hint is pure water. It's infused with the taste of fresh fruit. With Hint, drinking water isn't boring. They have flavors to suit any palate. Watermelon, mango, grapefruit, peach. There's a lot more. No sugar, no chemicals. They're just great tasting, all natural fruit flavored water. Because there really is nothing worse than just plain water. I can drink a little bit of it, but eight glasses of water. (laughs) You told me to drink eight glasses of water a day plain. You know what I'd say? No, thank you. (laughs) Both health and Self magazines have named Hint Water the best flavored water. And they know how important drinking plenty of water is to your health. Plus, you don't have to carry heavy cases of water back and forth from the store. You can have it delivered right to your doorstep, which is nice, like milk used to be. And, and she was heavy, but then she started drinking the Hint. And how, how is she now? Well, how heavy she was? I think she lost I, weight. Still has Does acne. she look like still Katie Nolan now? How does she look now after drinking this? I haven't seen her, but they probably should huh? put that in the copy. But she obviously lost weight and her acne is better because she's not taking the garbage into her body that she was taking in. <laughs> and because like she's admitting she's not perfect. Like, look, it's hard to just drink water. I like tell, something tell, tasty. Tell everybody what I'm doing right now. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Oh, he Matt threw it just away. took his diet soda and he angrily and with purpose threw it Thank to the floor. You. Thank you. Chris the producer, can you get me a hint? Sure, absolutely. Well, no, you know what, Thank Matt? You. Right what? now, you get a single variety pack shipped directly to your door, oh. including three bottles each of Hint's four most popular flavors. Ooh. Pineapple, watermelon, crisp apple, and blackberry. Now, that's normally $24. You can get that for only $15 at drinkhint.com slash UFC. That lets them know where you came from. Yes. Drinkhint, H-I-N-T, dot com slash UFC. Drinkhint.com slash UFC. And this way they'll go, oh, that Jim and Matt sure do have a lot of pull in the beverage department. I'm in. Watermelon water sounds good. It is tasty. Because watermelon is just water, It's like drinking it's a gazpacho, sweet. Katie. I love a good gazpacho. <laughs> Isn't that tomato? I don't want to uh, No, watermelon gazpacho when, they, when it's in the, it's very summery. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, you can have a tomato gazpacho, too. Yeah. But a watermelon gazpacho, all kidding aside, folks, is really good. All right. I love it. I love it. Why are you over there? Can you pick up my soda? Yeah, get a soda. <laughs> only only because I don't want to make a mess. I'll throw it out later. I'm getting thirsty. And yeah. I, don't, I don't have a hint. You know how we're talking about the thumbs up? I don't sure. walk around with pictures on me, but this was on Twitter the other day. You know, look, look at the thumbs up. Oh, That's right. That's not a big deal. Good, right? That's, uh, uh, Katie, this was, I was once this guy, yeah. Katie. Don't get depressed you looking look, at me now. What are you talking don't say, oh, you about? look the same. You look, you Katie, look ten, the same. 10 years. No, you know what, you know what Katie's doing now? I showered her with compliments That's since right. she got in here. That's right. So she feels she has to do the right thing. <laughs> She's afraid I'm of I'm being honest. Thank poop, you, Katie. You talk about poop a little too much Thank for you. me. Thank but you, But you are a very handsome man. Oh, I feel good now. I like Katie. We got to have her back. Yeah, well. She's yeah. not leaving, though. She's, not, <laughs> no, she's here for the whole Usually you say minutes. that when they're taken off. Yeah. She'll be here through the Misha call. Yeah. We have Misha take call. By the way, Brian Caraway, Misha's boyfriend. I always oh, forget that's her boyfriend. Let's talk about that. <laughs> he, uh, he reached out to us on Twitter. Oh, what who, he, who did he? To, yes, I believe. What did he reach out about? Did he? Who, who did we talk about the fight with? With Joe Sterling, my guy, man. He beat Brian, right? Or no, Brian no, beat Brian him. Brian beat him. That was his one loss. And he did, there was something on Twitter. I did not follow it. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to lie to you. I got to read it. All right. Let's not Because I usually just go I go on Twitter and I, and I do what you guys do. I look for compliments. I block some assholes. But then I get <laughs> off. I don't have all time to be. I don't have all I have three kids. Yes, I can't do. be on Twitter all day long. But what did he say again? <laughs> did he say anything? I'm looking. I'm sorry. Three kids? How old are they? Seven, five, and three. What's the Halloween plan? Oh, well, we just got back from Disney. We spent 11 uh, days. Wow. No, Jimmy can't believe it. Jimmy goes, is that a fucking record? That's a long time. We were in, we were in that. I don't spend days? that much time in New York in a row. Yeah. Did you go to all the rides? Oh, yeah. We, well, we were we were at Disney. We hit. We do Universal. Wow. 
out. Yeah, we, we hang out. I get quality time with my kids. That's good. You know? Yeah. So what's the Halloween yeah. plan, I ask again? Well, we had the Halloween thing. Oh, well, you know what we do? What? We do this thing where we go around and we, we ring the bell and we see trick or treat. Dude, I'm, the regular shit. Yeah, I mean, what are they dressing up as? Oh, I'm sorry. Katie, why no, are you attacking you're Katie, I'm not... I don't know. You're yelling at me about the candy. <laughs> Jimmy, what I don't know why. Be? Why am I so happy all the time? You're just a happy person. God, I think I think Katie is good. Energy. Full Katie, life. Katie came in here and she brought in good energy. Yeah, Aww. and not that you have shit energy. No, no I understand. We have great energy. It's but nice she, to have a, a woman's if, energy. If, you ever, if we fun. ever needed, she goes, yeah, like I'm fucking jumping on this podcast. If we ever need, I, I usually think, oh, hey, you want a girl in the room? I'll say, fucking no. A girl wow. with a sense of humor like Katie is like finding a unicorn. That's not true at all. We're out there. You lost her. We are see. out there. I'm giving her a compliment. We are I out know. there. I'm giving you a compliment. Women that are funny are out there. Oh, say well, that we're like unicorns, then uh, people uh, will believe that we don't exist. We well, exist. listen. Well, you're proof that that this fucking you could you could find a girl that could Thank really crack you. you up. You know why I'm in a really why I brought in good energy because I went Both to the Dunkin' Donuts down the street for a coffee, which already was pretty good because normally it's a Starbucks, and this time you guys have a Dunkin' Donuts. That was exciting for me as a Boston person. But I went in and I'm ordering my coffee. And Lips of an Angel by Hinder came on, and I said, "This gonna be a good day." Well, does, When's the well, last that, time you heard that? I don't know that song. Could you sing? Could you hum you a couple know, bars for us? No, I What's the bar? Do you, you no, know the song? Come on, I'm Katie, not give us. You were probably song. humming it in, in Dunkin' Donuts. You know the song. Don't I, make me do I'm this. I'm telling you, it's I like don't. that butt rock song from like ten years ago. I don't know what it is. Like this? No, I know this one. What is it? Just call me Angel in the morning. See if I could do that. I mean, I've got pipes, but. I'd you sing do too, have but that's yeah. very impressive. Who sings that song? Jim, uh, hi Jim. I think a lot of uh, Chris, the producer, could no, you could you play that song for us? Or no, oh no, it's play not that. as fun. We can play no? a bar of it. What the fuck is the problem? It's not good. How about it's this? It's so not... bad that it was like, but I forgot that it existed because I hadn't that... heard it in a really long now, time. I, now, can I ask you was something that Juice about, Newton? About by the way, can I belt out a fucking Juice Newton song? That's why I'm on UFC Unfiltered. Dana wanted somebody who could occasionally belt out a Juice Newton tune. You know how we're on your it show the other day. <laughs> you know how we're on the fucking your show the other day with Sam. Yes, and we're able to call something out from YouTube, and then they Computer. also play the thing. Why can't could we do that here? If I wanted to do that, here's why. Tell me. Here's the difference. Explain it to me. We don't necessarily have as many people in this studio doing the jobs, ah. and our system here is not as good so as it is on the radio All right. Show. Well, let's just say we're shit. This you know, is a pretty cool the, studio, though. Great you have a great Down to setup. Earth. You have nice microphones. Yeah. yeah I don't do know those. where you guys got these mic flags. We don't have these. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, well, what kind of fancy would a would, would you don't need the mic TVs? That's true. Listen, Sirius is a big time fucking thing over there. I'm not shit. I'm I'm not I'm not trying to compare. But I'm asking. I found the Brian Caraway treats. Oh, talk to me. He says. I want to hear. He says something nice about Aljo, who who gave uh, Aljo. Of course, Aljo gave a nice uh, talked about his loss in Caraway. Said great assessment from Funkmaster underscore UFC, which is Aljo. He said, "Man, you're a future champ, and it was a tough fight. You'll be champ one day, I promise." Very nice tweet. Nice. Very nice. Love at the end of the day. And then he said to us, called us out a little. He said, uh, "Jim and Matt." When are y'all going to have me on the show? Oh. And then he says, uh, be ready, stay ready. So wow. we should have Brian Caraway on. Uh, I forgot. He, I keep forgetting he's Misha's but the, No, no, but the thing is, like listen, can, I, can I bring up some breaking shit that might me. be, uh, yeah. I don't know if you want to, I don't know if you want to bring this up to Misha, but <laughs> I, I heard, I heard that they might be going through a rough patch. I would I, say maybe we, you don't bring that up. But you know what? What the fuck are we going to, listen, we got a fight to talk about, but some people might want to know. How are you, you and your wife doing? Oh, no, not about me. I'm a fuck. <laughs> I, I, this is how I bring it up, Katie. I go. That. Well, listen, this is well, you can't say that now on air because I was going to use you as the fucking guy to get that out of her. I'd say, listen, listen, Misha, I'm a married guy. I don't want to even know about this, but Jimmy's kind of asking. He heard. 
that you and Brian Callaway might be uh, guys. On the outs. Uh, no, no, we're okay. I just want to talk about the fight. You know. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna go that way. I'm sure. She's I gonna would. go. She's yeah. gonna give that. I don't want my my personal business. No, but listen, Misha, I'm not attacking you. No, we got this. We're gonna play role okay. right now. Oh, and okay. you want to play? Want to be Misha? Sure. So <laughs> I can channel Misha. But Misha, you know, you guys were known as the power. Jimmy would often call you and Brian Callaway the power couple. Mm. And so, I mean, I just want to know if you guys are, you know, saying you're the power couple of MMA. What's going on now? Are you guys? Are you, are you on the outs? I'm, I, Misha, look at me for a second. Misha. She'll be on the phone. I'm just trying. What? Yeah, she'll she's on the, on the phone. phone. But go ahead, keep uh, on. <laughs> I actually got scared like a little kid. Well, she's in here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got busted. I thought I got busted. I'm fucking lightheaded. Could you give me a Listen, second? Listen, as me, yes, I'm Wait, Misha. Are you Katie? Are you I'm Misha? Misha. I'm Misha. <laughs> Listen, hey, go ahead. Okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> anyone who's listening, I'm sure, has been in a relationship before. Yes. There's ups, there's downs. Yes. Uh, right now, like I said, really focused on the fight. Katie. But Ma- I, you know, I, not I, Katie. No, I'm Misha. You're Misha right Hold now. Hold on, Misha. It's so hard for okay. you. Okay. I understand, Go ahead. I understand that you're focused I, 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 on the fight, and I do respect that. Go ahead. That. And I don't, whatever your relationship is, it is. But here's the point. What? Do I have a shot? Uh, Sure. That's what she would say. So that, I would that, say that's, yes. That, that's, but what, that's what you're. I think she would say sure she with say a that. question mark. No, she'd she be won't. nice. I, I no, got listen. I say we take bets. I guarantee we're going to bring this up. I'm going to. I'll somehow bring. Do you mind if I use you as the as the? As Let the me guy? just ask you I a question be a really dick. quick. Maybe before you, you should bring it up. Before, <laughs> hell no. Before you ask her the question, <laughs> it's not answer, even that funny. But I'm laughing. Before you ask her the question, go ahead, Answer your ask this question of yourselves. Would you ask that to a male fighter? Oh fuck you! That's all. You know, oh, make shit. sure you are know you, are your you, mind. I'm not. Well, saying, how are you saying that? Because are you like, saying if you, that, if you, like, if you, if you would have her on to ask if she has a boyfriend or like, well, we're not a boyfriend. Her no, I can, that. Listen, I, I'm just yeah. hearing this. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, I can give a fuck less. I'm just trying to say that I there's been a rumor I that those that. guys. I don't know where the fuck I heard it, so I, I definitely didn't make it up. You heard that, <laughs> Jim? Chris Debruze, have you heard that? Yeah, I mean, I've. Yes, I've seen that. What, what, seen what that have anywhere. you seen? Don't be afraid for your job, motherfucker. This is what we talk about. How do I Ooh. not know this stuff? <laughs> no, no, it's all, I just talk like that. I mean, it's all rumor. I mean, it's not like we're saying specifically that we know that, but I've seen right. on certain MMA sites or whatever that people have... All right, well, listen, if that's not what it's about. It's about her fighting, Chris, the producer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, but I always find the fighters' lives interesting. Like, I always ask I, Yeah, them, I can't imagine that. Where'd you come from? Well, and listen. what was your life like before fighting? What did you want to do? Did you have a lot of violence? Like, I'm always interested yeah. in who they are because they're, they're fascinating people. To yeah. Me. yeah. Well, how about this? Like, you know, I have I have my private life, which I talk about all the time on air. But if I if somebody's oh man, I heard you were divorced, I'd say, Well, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm not. You know, and that's it. Then I go, no, no, we're good. Or if we were, I'd say, Yeah, you know, shit happens. I'm gonna keep that private. But she could say, Yeah, yeah, we were going through something right. I don't know. Is it even should I even bring it up? No, no, no. It's already been know. brought up, so now I gotta bring it up. I was I they can't cut this out because this this we're thing's not unfiltered. Cutting anything out. Oh, oh, unfiltered. Um, we're allowed to speculate. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to be. You can bring it up, but just don't uh, if she doesn't want to talk about it, don't harp on it. It's unfiltered. Just don't harp on it. Don't make her talk about she doesn't want to. Well, but I do want to oh, ask I'm not gonna make her do anything. I'm Brian, not a father. Brian did comment on it though. We kinda ask her. What did he comment? Well, this is what made me think about Brian Carraway because he did comment about her loss. So I'll I'll read the quote when she's on. Okay, let's talk about the fight for a second. Yeah, she's fighting Raquel Penn. Who she coached on yeah. uh, what, oh, season, what season? And in Rock- season eighteen. Raquel's tough, man. Yeah. She's like a tough chick, Mitch. I mean, there's a was she the kind of a simple winner? thing to say. Did she win? Oh, Chris, the producer. No, no I didn't think she won that. One. But if you could see the revulsion on Chris's face, then my see that's what happens, Katie. I was just telling Katie before it's okay to ask, and literally, Chris he, he said no, she didn't win. But here's what his face said: "You fucking asshole! You should do your own research." <laughs> 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 
They're like encyclopedias, you UFC fans. They know yeah. everything. They, a lot of them do. They're fascinated by them. I think people are going to want to fucking, they want, people, the fans are going to be like, how is she mentally? Is she straight? Like, you know, and, and if something's fucking, if something's off in your personal life, that could affect you too. Maybe, um. Well, I, I, do you shop online? Yeah. Um, I mean, are, are you are you retired? This is a really good segue. I He's am good. not retired. Well, uh, do you have children living at home? I don't. Okay. Well, <laughs> any of these dead, things dead apply. Dead children at home. Look, any of these things apply to you. You do shop online. Yes. All right, don't worry about it, Katie. You may be among the most vulnerable to identity thieves. <gasps> and even if you're not, identity theft can still happen. You don't get cocky about identity theft. Mm-hmm. Hackers are working 24 hours a day, seven days a week to come up with new ways to steal your personal information. Really? Yes, Matt. We all know the identity theft can be a disaster. It's emotionally, financially, even physically, and it can take years to repair. Katie Nolan has not worked this many years to build up a good credit and a good reputation to have it removed in an instant. Completely. My snapping has improved, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That's why it's, it's helpful to protect yourself with Identity Guard. Now, with Identity Guard, you can get protection from a company that's been in this business for over 20 years, and they've helped protect more than 47 million people you too can be protected. Identity Guard continuously monitors millions of transactions and articles, and they send you the news, tools, and guidance you're going to need to minimize your risk. Plus, if you were to become a victim of identity theft, Identity Guard's victim recovery specialist will be here to help you through the recovery process. So it's just not you like an ass making all these phone calls. You have somebody, they've been through this a million times. What do you think, they're shocked? Oh no, we don't know what to do. Hey look, my identity was stolen. Well, we don't know what to do. They know exactly what to do. You're the panicking fool, not them. <laughs> they even offer identity theft insurance with coverage of up to $1 million. Did you say $1 million? I certainly did. Up to $1 million. So get the identity theft protection service that's right for you. Don't be a goose. Visit Identity Guard at identityguard.com slash podcast. Don't be a silly goose. Was that in the read? It wasn't. I threw that in. Oh, don't be a goose. Don't be a goose. I'll say that a lot of times. Like if a girl, if a girl, if a girl found out I was unfaithful, and she says, "Do we unfaithful?" I'll go, "Don't be a goose." Of course not. Go lay Why would I receive oral sex from a stranger in my car? Don't that be a goose. Yeah, don't be so sensitive. Yeah, don't be so silly and panicky. All silly right. goose is a good. Uh, a I good like impression. silly goose. I don't think I'll ever say it though. I think once you say it, you're never gonna not say it. So, Katie. Just yeah. call me time. angel in the morning. <laughs> All day. I had nothing good to say anyway. All day. day. Katie, are you not married, are you? No. I know. Are you single or are you not single? Uh, single, yeah. Are you? For how long? She hesitated. There's one uh, guy There's one guy very upset at home. Go back. <laughs> I thought we were. I took you to the fucking. Uh, I, uh, I broke up with my boy. Well, we broke up in uh, around the Super Bowl last oh, year. Oh, shit. So. Oh, no. Was it over that? No, no, but I then had to do five uh, live shows for an hour on TV, which oh, I'm not used to doing, so it was a tough week. Who broke up with who? Uh, it was sort of a mutual, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like not really. How long did you date for? Uh, three years, three and a half Ooh, years. That could get okay. you. Sure, that's hard. That could get owned you right a, Owned a home uh... together, so. What's oh, you, oh no, I've never done that. I've never yeah. lived with a girl. So yeah. what do you do when that happens? You just got to kind of divvy it up and go walk away, right? Kind of. We're still sort of figuring it out. Yeah. Are you still friends? Uh, yes, yes. We are more civil now than we were then. <laughs> it's yeah. hard. It's yeah, hard. it's tough. But we, you know, I live there and he doesn't, so. My ex is my best friend from years ago. It took yeah. us about a year I was going to say, how long apart, did it take to... But she's my favorite person in the world. I met her. We don't date. Oh, uh, did you? I don't know. No. Who do I see in that? Vegas? How do you deal with knowing that they're your favorite person in the world and also keep it separate from like falling she lives back in Los Angeles, 
And because I know we had one fight too many. And then mm-hmm. as we're friends, once in a while, just being through friends, you'd be like a little personality thing or she'll be stubborn about something. I'm like, oh, yeah, that would have been a big fight with us. Yeah. Ah. Um, you know, because we're both volatile people. Yeah. Like, I know you look at me as this pillar of strength, but I do have my weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a volatile guy and she's volatile. Yeah. And we, when you're dating someone and you're both fucked up, it's okay if you if your fucked upness doesn't prevent one from holding up the other when they need it. Yeah. But when you both kind of collapse like two pillars of salt, that's a bad relationship. Yeah. Like when you need to lean on somebody and you lean on them and, and your hand goes through them. the wall. Yeah. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I feel like I know him better and I know myself better now that we don't date anymore. Sure. Did you cry a lot when you broke up or are you, are you yeah. not like, yeah? Uh, not, not in the immediate wake. There was sort of like a period of anger for sure. on both sides for a while, but then... Yeah, I would say about a month after I, I got really sad. Because oh. you're out of the routine. It's a different routine. It's like, yeah. all right, this is the time when I'd normally be with so-and-so on yeah. the couch. Yeah, you come home and you sit down and you have a minute to breathe and you're like... Oh, there's nobody oh. here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have Katie cry. Yeah. She's going to be like, you fucks. So anyway. <laughs> By the way, the whole time Katie's talking, that shit Juice Newton song has been running <laughs> through my head. The I what now? swear to that fucking Juice Newton song is stuck in my head. Yeah. Just call me angel in the morning. Oh, it's a good one. You're going to make me cry. No, you like kidding. that song? Who doesn't? No, you're looking at him. It's not great. I Juice know the Newton? Su- I thought that was a woman. I thought that is. was like, oh, Juice Newton is a woman. Of course it is. Juice? Like, yes. the, like orange juice? Like J-U-I-C. <laughs> she was a big sensation. I want to say the late 70s. Uh, let's hear the song Katie was talking about. You can't play yeah, a lot yeah. of original music on podcasts. It's it's like it's this. Like, why boy, do you sing like that? You Every bad boy karaoke. has a sensitive song. Yeah, I guess so. So weird. You do karaoke a lot? And it's like the... the no, sometimes. <laughs> but there's a verse in there where he's like, my girlfriend is in the next room, and sometimes I wish she was you. It's like, what the fuck is this song? Yeah. It's really fucking perv. Weird. It sounds like a nice romantic song, and then you yeah, really and then listen. you listen to the lyrics. And you're like, oh, kind of yeah. like that train song, not to derail. What's train, that? haha. Ah. But when he's talking about falling in love with this girl, and then he's like, if only like I would propose to you, I want to marry you. If only I could just say hello. It's like, wait, you've never met her. The whole song sounds really romantic, and then you find out he's singing about it's a stranger. All, it's, and it's all really in his creepy. head. Creepy. He could be a fucking stalker. This guy. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one of my favorite songs. Now that we're talking <laughs> yes. about stalkerish songs. Yeah, my bad. Tony Orlando and Dawn. Now, who isn't a big fan? I challenge you to not like knock three. T- I, I knock three times. I don't like this part when they go knock three times. When they make the yeah, fucking pipe noise, stupid. that really annoys me. What song is this? Knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. Twice on the pipe. If you ain't gone. So, but there are a couple of really good lines in that. But there's one. It's so creepy because he lives upstairs and he's in love with the girl downstairs. Yeah. And you realize as the song is happening that he's never talked to her. Is Misha on the phone? Oh, I never thought of that. Hi, Misha. Tate, uh, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. This is Jim Norton and Matt Sarah and Katie Nolan from Garbage Time on Fox is sitting in with us. It's good to hear from you. Hello. We're just talking about love songs (laughs) and uh, how some of them are a little stalkerish because uh, you realize the guy in the song has never met the woman. Do you have like a favorite love song, one that gets you every time? Oh, um... Yeah, I like the one by um, what's his name? Um, of course, I'm not going to be able to remember it. Um, it's sing it, Misha. So, Go ahead, you Misha. Just sing it. I'll, I'll spare you guys. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a great. Singer. We're not on air John yet. Legend. No, no, we're on air. I'm... It's it's uh, John Legend though. The um... oh, is it all of me? Yeah, all of me. I love that song. It's a good one. I don't know it. That was my song with my ex-boyfriend. Was it really? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh no. 
I think you're going to get Katie Nolan crying no, now, Misha. Okay. Was that her. your song at your ex? Yeah. I had, here's my first song. I don't know if you've ever had a song with a guy, but I had one when I first started. It was uh, Gloria Loring. This is what an old man I am. Friends and lovers in oh, sixth grade with a little girl I had a crush on. That was our song. What was it? Friends and lovers. You've never heard it. Yeah. I haven't. And she wouldn't even kiss me because my lips were chapped. All right. So where are you right now? I'm just at home. Uh, I mean, uh, what stadium? Las Vegas. Oh, okay. So it's 11 o'clock there. So you have to train all day today? Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. How have you felt since the, uh, since the loss? Um, well, I've seen better days, but, um, I'm good now. It was rough at the beginning, but... You know, it's part of it. Were you on, when, when, now when you lost, because, uh, you know, Ronda loses and she's like finally fighting after, I guess, a year. But you're, you're fighting, you know, probably regular amount of time. Does it kind of throw off the way you see yourself or you, or how does that affect you? Because you, you, it was the championship loss. I mean, what, what do you mean, like... Mentally. Like, you know, because you've, you've had a loss before, so you've rebounded from losses before. Like, you know, you lose a fight, then you come back and you win again. But it, does it affect the way you see yourself at all, like when you lose the championship, or is it now just another goal to get back to to, to achieve? I mean, it's one of those things, like, you just try not to let one loss define you, you know? One win doesn't define me, one loss doesn't define me. So, I mean, it, it sucks, like, it's not fun, but, you know, you got to take it for what it's worth and, and try to make it, a you know, try to make it, make you better. That's really all that I can do, you know? So, so I want to get back up on the horse and try again. I've got to come to some kind of resolution and, you know, not live in the past. And how long did it take you before you were like, kind of moved? To, I mean, I, I guess at least if it will take the, the next fight, but uh, like, are you a person after something like that? Like, do you need a little bit of time where you, you don't want to talk about it or you can't train or do you try to get right back into it? Uh, I took some downtime. I actually went up to Ontario, Canada, rode some uh, motorsports and just uh, got away from the noise of the world a little bit. Right. And um, I think that was really important because even, you know, with something that I love as much as mixed martial arts and I love training and I, I love competing. There's still, you know, too much of a good thing is still too much, and just felt a bit overwhelmed and over overloaded, so to speak. So I just I needed to kind of get away from the noise of the world and have a little bit of a reset. And um, I also went on a road trip, and yeah, it was it was really good. I needed that for sure. It's funny how the mental part is so so important for the fight game. Listen to my voice now. Hold on. <laughs> All right, I'm better, Misha. Yeah, Matt was just drinking liquefied cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm a gravel-voiced lemon. But uh, listen, I want to talk about your upcoming fight with Raquel Pennington at uh, UFC 205 November 12th at Madison Square Garden because I know you're really, really, you got to be psyched about that first time ever there. But your last fight, we're getting away from this right after this, I promise you. I watched you, I watched all your fights because you know I'm a big fan, Misha. I told you that when when I've seen you. you. Going into this last fight, walking to the cage I, and I listen I fought my you know the deal I, I hate when people go when, when a fight that I lost they go I seen you walking in you looked off and I'm like oh fuck you but <laughs> how did you feel walking out was something off a little bit did you feel or is it just hey I got caught shit happens I mean how were you walking out to that fight I mean I felt like regardless that um, that I was going to be able to perform and win that fight you know there was a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of things going on, and that's life, you know. And not every fight, you know, that not every fight is is perfect in the lead up. And there's, you know, sometimes life gets in the way, and it, and it makes it hard. But still, it doesn't. You know, I felt like when the cage door closed, that I would be able to perform, and I would be fine. So, 
you know, and I just, I did. I got caught early with a really good right hand, and, and it rocked me, and that's one of those things that I, I'm not really inclined to blame on outside circumstances for myself. You know, I just think that I need to take responsibility that I didn't show up that night, and even though I thought I, I had it all, and I thought I was good, and I thought I could do the juggling act, but, you know, I just, I, I don't know, I just got caught, so, Yeah. And we were going to ask you too about a quote from Brian Caraway quoted. Um, he, he quoted this recently. The camp was so good, I think because it was so good, I almost felt a little lackadaisical to take some credit on my part, definitely on my shoulders. Um, and I don't think I was there like I should have been. I was probably overconfident. Some stuff fell apart the week of the fight a little bit, and it was kind of rough. It is what it is. When you're fighting for the UFC world title or the number one spot in a particular sport, you can't be on your A game. You have to be on your A-plus game. You have to give 100%. You can't have a bad day. Me, is there any truth in that? Was there, was there any overconfidence or, 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 um, that, that he's talking about? I mean, no. I, I, I kept saying to everyone that I really thought Amanda was going to be a tough, tough fight. You know, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's going to be a walk. I'm like, you guys don't don't know you know she she's dangerous you know it's not that i didn't think that i could or or would win i trained very very hard for that fight i don't take any fight lightly there's no one in the ufc that i think you know is like oh you know i don't have to train hard for that fight and you know even even if you're like man i this is a good matchup i, I believe i'm gonna win you still want to train hard because you want to be as dominant as possible you know or at least in in my mind that's you know that's what i want so i train hard for that fight I didn't underestimate her, and I just got I just got clipped really, really early, and, and I don't really remember the fight. I wasn't aware of my surroundings, and, and I lost like ability to uh, like my ability to like my it was like my neurons were misfiring. Like I lost my ability to uh, move really, like I and I lost strength in my body. It was the weirdest thing um, for you know some people who have maybe like almost been knocked out or or whatnot like there's something going on in your brain. It's like things are glitching and you can't, you don't, you're not really aware of your surroundings. You're trying to get it together. You know, I remember circling and trying to get my bearings back together, but she's very aggressive in the first round. So she was really on me. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't, you know, I don't remember shooting. I went back and watched the fight. I don't remember any of that stuff. So I was really definitely very rocked. And yeah, it, it was, cra- it's crazy when you go back and watch it and you're like, I don't remember <laughs> After something like that happens too, and you lose the champ, you know it used to be like you know at least in boxing, you know, like a lot of times the loss for a champion, especially after a fight, like you know, was uh, usually get an automatic rematch to try to take the belt, and then uh, that that does not always work that way in UFC, depending on the fight. And now Ronda is fighting Amanda for the title um, on on December thirtieth. Is does that feel like a logical progression for you, or does that bother you? You know, it's just one of those things that I feel like. It- I, I just knew that that was going to happen, so I just tried to accept it and not overthink it because I have, you know, my own career to focus on and things that I have to do, so I don't want to expend energy, you know, hating on that or, or whatever, you know. So it's, it's, it is what it is. You know, we knew that that was going to be the case, but if Ronda returned, they said it the entire time that she's going to get the patter shot. So, you know, we'll see. I don't, you know, we'll see if it's a good idea. It's a really long time to be, be off, and, you know, obviously – Amanda's, uh, you know, she's she's on fire right now, so we'll see. It's, it's interesting. I'm um, I'm still looking forward to the fight. I'm going to watch it, you know. And and you're fighting Raquel Pennington, who you coached on uh, season 18 of The Ultimate Fighter. And, and is this, this is the first time you fought anybody that you've actually coached? Correct. Yeah. Yep. 
Is I, that weird? I'm sorry. Jim. Oh, no, no, that's, that's pretty much what I'm going to ask. <laughs> that's a good question. Is that weird for you? Did you get tight with her on the show? Yeah, we were. We, we definitely, you know, this is, it, Raquel's the closest person to me that, that like, the, ever in my career that I'm going to be fighting. So it is a little bit strange, but I think the elephant in the room between us always was that we knew that that was a possibility. So it's like when you kind of go into it mutually accepting, like, hey, you know, we can be cool, be friends, and support each other, and, you know, wish each other the best, but <laughs> we are in the same division. The chances that we're going to meet each other are there, and um, it's business at the end of the day. So that's really what it boils down to is that we both, you know, we have a job to do, and I'm going to go out there and, I'm going to, you know, do my job on the 12th, and I plan on coming away uh, away with the win, but it, it's kind of interesting. I feel like we'll kind of be, you know, friends in combat, but sure. it's not going to... Uh, Take away from the the fight at all, you know. When the case door closes, I'm gonna go go hard and do everything that I can to win this fight. So um, it is a little bit weird if I stop and think about it, but I know that once I'm in there, I won't I won't be thinking about it. <laughs> right, right, right. It's just you you got to fight, and then when you're done, you can be friends again. Exactly. Well, you're you know, women's MMA has has come so far in the last few years. It's it's nice to see how many like. A, a dynamic and, and really big draw fighters there are now. And, you know, everyone talks about Cyborg, so we have to ask you, because it, it's not realistic that she'll compete with the uh, with the weight difference, and, and there might not be a weight she could get down to realistically. How, how would you feel about a catchweight fight with her? Um, you know, or, or is she legit until she beats one or two of the top five in the UFC? Well, you can't say Cyborg's not legit. I mean, she's crushing girls. Sure. So. Um, but... Like and would I be open to it? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's a, for me, it's a win-win. She's she's a beast, and and uh, it would be cool to be able to challenge myself against someone of her stature. Um, and uh, you know, I'm 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 curious to see like you know how how she would do maybe against some of the like you said the top five girls at 135. But um, you know, she's she's been impressive so far. So I don't know. I I wish that she could make 135, so really we couldn't have any question about, you know, girls moving up and waiting. People are like, oh, does five pounds really make a big difference? Yeah, it does. It really does. Um, Might not sound like a lot in the big scheme of things, but all wrestling weight classes until you get to the higher ones are pretty much all five pounds apart because five pounds makes a big difference. When you're in high school and you're in college, the difference between, you know, a 135-er and a 140-er is a big advantage when you know how to use your weight. So, um, you know, it's one, of, it's one of those things, like, it would be cool to see um, if she could make 135, but I would I would not be opposed to taking the, the fight at 140. And uh, there's there's a story we've, we've read about on a hike. Could you talk about what happened uh, where you, you helped somebody get medical treatment on a hike? Because I, I read that, but I obviously haven't heard it from you. Yeah, there was a little girl at the top of Mary Jane Falls at, at Mount Charleston, just outside of Vegas, that... Um, tripped and fell and broke her arm, compound fracture at the, the top of the hike, which is almost three miles up. So, um, so you could see I the bone sticking out? No, it wasn't. Well, I don't know because they had it wrapped up by the time that I actually began carrying the little girl, but okay. I don't think so. Twisted and, uh, question. No, no, no. It's <laughs> compound I'm fracture. Kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm like, I was wondering if you had to carry her down with the bone. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. No, it does. Yeah. yeah, people said it was like a U, like her arm was just like flipped the other oh, way. So. Man. They had, they had taken a stick and then wrapped it around and just kind of to brace her arm. But I carried her all the way down to the bottom, um, which 
you know, I was happy that I was able to do that. It was a great workout for me, and she was a sweet little girl. Her name was Kai. And, uh, you know, I felt like I was the most qualified person there to do it. And uh, we got down safely. We didn't fall. And she got to the hospital with her mom and got her cast on, and you know, she's recovering she's- well. Katie, she's like a superhero. You're like a, you're like you're like Superwoman. I mean, now listen, you were doing this hike. I'm not being a prick. Was 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 Brian Caraway with you? Why did you carry her down? Was he with you? Could he have carried her down? He wasn't. No, because uh, Chris, the producer, <laughs> Chris, the producer, yeah, often no. points you guys out as the power couple of the uh, UFC. <laughs> Is that yeah, no? I'm just saying that's what I've heard. So I thought if he's with you on this hike and you're carrying this poor this little girl down, I, I'd have to give Brian some some crap about that. Right. Yeah. No, he wasn't there. It was just a couple, me and a couple girlfriends that were hiking. Oh, that's uh, there good. There was, there were some guys in the group that I didn't realize that were with the little girl, um, but at the same time, like I said, I still felt like I was the most qualified person as far as like balance and coordination and getting her down without sure. falling because yeah. there's some switchbacks and rocks and things like that. So it was, uh, it was okay. You know, it didn't boil down to a male or female thing. It was just. I was there, I was qualified, and I was strong and did it. <laughs> well, Misha, here's the thing. I'm a man who's slight of frame. So if we ever spend any time together publicly and if something happens, I will always defer to you. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I think there's no, there's no ego I have in saying that. I would allow someone who is in better shape than me, I would not do the, the male-female thing. I would encourage the better the in better shape of us to do the actual task now being a fighter because you say hey i'm the one who's most qualified is there ever times where it's annoying where there's expectations put on you like you're out with your girlfriends and they talk a little shit because they know you're with them <laughs> oh thank god no i would not have those kinds of friends <laughs> that's right jimmy she doesn't hang out with riffraff well i've been on the train i've <laughs> talked about this before i've been on the train with chris right chris White, uh, chris Weidman and matt and i didn't talk any shit but it felt really good to be on the train with two killers because I know if anything happens, uh, I know I'm not going to start it, but at least I know I've got, uh, I would say, real men. You got the muscle. Yeah, I know my friends always use me about that. Like, you know, you know, fight breaks on me, she's got us, or, she, you know, she's a muscle or whatever. But but uh, they don't egg me on into a situation that would be bad, luckily. But, yeah, they always, they always tease me a little bit. Have you had any times where you've had to say, because I imagine someone like yourself would have to like tell people, like, Look, you really don't want to do this because you know if you fight, you're just going to get in trouble. It's, it's 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 a losing situation for you either way. So, have you had anything like that where you had to kind of tell people like, look, let's just just don't be an idiot. Oh yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, you, for sure, there's times where it's like, hey, 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 let's let's walk away, let's walk away, you know. And I'm a walk away kind of person, you know. I'm pretty calm and easygoing and chill. I like to save all my anger and whatever else for inside the cage. So, <laughs> I like to. To uh, stockpile it, so to speak. But um, yeah, I mean, boys will be boys, or fighters will be fighters, right. and there's always times when you gotta yank your friends out of there and look out for the best interest. And she's secure with herself. Yeah, that's exactly it. People who really can fight don't need to prove they can fight. And I don't want to throw exactly. Chris and, and Misha. I don't want to throw Chris, the producer, out under the under the, under the uh, bus. Someone again. do whatever you want. But he was bringing up off air about listen and listen. I want to keep this about the fight because Raquel Pennington. That's a that's a tough girl and. And the first time at Madison Square Garden, November twelfth. Awesome. I mean, this is going to be amazing. I hope Jimmy gets a ticket because he's he's. So far, it's not good. It's not. It's not looking <laughs> Fuck, good. Can I get? I, I texted Dana. He he. I, I didn't see my text apparently. <laughs> Very unhappy. I with think this. he's going to get back to you. We're going to get Jimmy. You're going to see it. Because how could you so. not see it? I want a good seat though. Oh, I want to be able to mingle and Ask chat. Ask the question. This, 
Get to the question. Oh, a question. Oh, the question. <laughs> no, Christopher Deuces, sometimes he brings up gossip. And I said, I go, Chris, this is about the fight. But he heard the power couple was on like a hiatus or something. Is everything okay with you and Brian? If you don't want to talk about it, by all means, I'll slap my producer right now. <laughs> you can slap your producer. I'm going to slap. Hey, listen, Chris, let's keep this about the fight. I'm sorry, Misha. All right. <laughs> and by the way, I'm a married guy, Misha. I'm, this is not oh, about God. me. I'm yeah. just letting you know. I don't want to make this weird. No, he's actually, Matt's interested in Brian. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, it's just one of those things, like, as much as, like, everything's in the limelight, personal life is personal life, and uh, I just don't care to talk about it. You know, I don't talk about, uh, you know, yeah. plenty of personal life things that I just keep under the radar. Well, let me ask you a question yeah, that, that's you. related to that, but it's not that, because I've always been curious about when people, like, as a comedian... I don't really date comedian. I've dated one comedian, and then you bump into each other. Is it or is it a scary proposition for you to all of a sudden have somebody who was in your camp possibly not be in your like? Is that a frightening thing for you? Will that change uh, the way you approach camp? Is, is is that something that would concern you? No, it wouldn't. No, at all. not at all. I mean, I mean, it's uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying anything as far as personal and stuff. Sure. Um, you know, but, uh, no, everything, nothing's changed really. Like, everything's good. Like, everything will be working exactly the same. So, same as it is before. And, yeah, everything's good. Yeah, I always wonder if people get superstitious. Like, you know, I've heard different things from different fighters, just about even non relation. Like, Rhonda said that when she's walking out, she's like, I don't like jokes. Like, I don't like when people fuck around, like, the day of the fight and tell, like, there's just certain things that will change. Uh, the vibe or the way you ap- approach something. I, I get thrown off by weird stuff like that, even just with, you know, like new people in the studio or whatever. It just you Don't know, make Katie uncomfortable. I don't mean that. I oh, mean I'm just, sorry. You know, behind the scenes people. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. You are. Yeah, like little <laughs> things throw you off. They do. Yeah. They why throw off your game. Fucking, more importantly, why do I make myself laugh? I'm a fucking idiot. Misha, go ahead. You got to okay. go back to well, training. Congratulations. Look, you're fighting on... on <laughs> What I think is honestly the best card the UFC has ever put together. And I'm not just towing the company line. I mean, I, I think from top to bottom, it's it's fantastic. And you must feel good that they thought enough of you to ask you to be on it. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I'm beyond stoked. There's an interview that I did years ago in, you know, right in front of, uh, you know, Madison Square Garden and right smack dab down there. It was like, I want to be on the first UFC card here when that happened, when it's finally legalized. And, it's just a dream come true. It's a huge mile marker for the UFC, and it, I think it's so cool that the women have such a strong presence. There's three women's fights on this this card, and people are like, "Oh, it's one of the most stacked cards ever." It's like, it's awesome. It's it's great that we're you know have such a like I said a strong presence in the UFC. So for me, a dream come true. Training like a mad woman, and uh, I'm going to be ready. You know, people are going to see. A very enthusiastic Misha Tate on November 12th. Well, good luck because this obviously, if you win, it certainly doesn't hurt your case to get a title shot after uh, uh, the Amanda Ronda fight. So, uh, you know, hopefully that will put you right back in the running for it. So, good luck on uh, November 12th and congratulations for, for, for being there. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Right, thanks, Misha. Good luck, Misha. Yeah, that's a tough fight, though. I mean, uh, I, I think that gives her an advantage, though, over. Uh, yeah. Over Raquel because she's uh, she's trained her a little bit and, and I think that she probably saw more of, of Pennington than Pennington saw of her. Why did Chris have to bring that shit up? You pussy! <laughs> My God! Well, you know My what? My God! I'm watching you the whole time going. He's trying to get it in, but now in my head, I'm like, now I got in his head, and he's like trying to not say the wrong thing, which you never have to worry Wait, about. What if are you we say talking? the wrong Wait, thing, I'll call you back. And you start like saying 19 different words, and yeah. and let me just tell you, this isn't about that. And you know what? And I'm why am I cracking? 
myself up. Uh, blah, blah. What like, the fuck you are you, Misha? I, uh, Misha. Goddamn question. I know what you're saying. Here's Wait, what, hold here's on. What, I, think what I think she's way off. No, she's, nervous, she, my ass. She, she's saying this. I think she's not It was brave that you asked. It was ballsy that you did that. Very brave of you. To throw your producer under the bus. Well, he was kidding with that. But you did quickly go. Like, you asked her, and then you went quickly. If you don't want to talk about it, you should always give her a second on that. But see, I knew she wouldn't, though. This is called. Well, first of all, I 100% knew she wouldn't either. Yeah. But I, I I had talked about it so much before. You had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> is one, I knew I would bet the fucking farm. I never said that in my life. I'm Why not? <laughs> you don't even own a farm. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> what am I, Matt Hughes? I got a fucking farm. I bet the farm. Does Matt have a farm? Fucking jerk off I am. But no, listen. People listening... They yes. know no, that I'm joking. That I'm, I'm playing with Chris the producer. Very proud of. Were you upset, Chris the producer, that I said no, that? No, but just let me he, know. He was. If she listens to the he show, look at him. Though. Let Dana know that I'm a good producer. Calm the fuck down, Chris. He was panicking. You're very. Oh, good dude, producer. he was shitting his meundies on he the was, other side of this panicking. fucking thing. Oh, he looked like a deer in hell. I he, should. Should I play along? He should was I call? Should I call Dana later? I would. I didn't want to be a part of that bit. Calm down. All right, you probably still got a job. You fuck. Chris was very upset. And anybody listening will know that's a fun thing. Sure. <laughs> Chris was very upset. I can't bring all that shit up and not ask. It it's did, the rumor mill. It did sound like they broke up, though. It did sound like Well, that, you would it? say, like, no, I things are fine. Yeah. I, I was when she said, you know, things are still going to be the same as they yeah, were. Listen, go, hmm. Hey, Katie, sometimes you got to read between the lines. I don't know what's going on, and I'm not assuming anything. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, whatever it is, I hope she, you know, channels just, it and uses it in the fight. Exactly. Absolutely. I would have I'm loved to have a UFC fight right after my boyfriend and I broke right? up. That would have been great. But it's weird if he's, I always, I do wonder, does that throw you at all? If there's such a major change, does that mess you up? And, you know, I mean, some fighters are really superstitious. Yeah. Some aren't. Some, some athletes are like, yeah. you know, Wade Boggs would be checking every night before a game. Some don't give a fuck. Yeah. They just walk uh, out and fight. Like yeah. Milchik doesn't look like he gives a fuck. Like, he just puts his dumb hat on and he walks Longo out. Longo has some uh, long like my, the mine and and, and uh, Longo, yeah. Wyman's uh, striking coach. striking coach. Yeah, I'm so easy to. I'm starting to slow down now. No, no, but I said striking yeah. coach. I lifted my fist like I, I know, know what a striking, striking coach. coach. I should have moved yeah, my right dude. one up and down because that's what I am. Yeah. I'm a jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's like, oh my lucky bracelet. Like, oh fuck. Yeah. Now we got to go back to the hotel. Yeah, I'm but. not going back for your fucking hat, Lois. <laughs> Lois, your fucking hat. I'm not flying without my hat, Henry. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Give me another line from that, please. Um, and we'll see who gets it first. Oh, and after that, I want to say something. Okay. Hopefully, I don't oh, forget God. it. Write it uh, down. My, uh, my Katie, hat, no, Lois. This is what you get. I'm Let trying to give you line. some energy. We're not going back for your fucking hat. Go ahead. I'm not flying without my hat, Henry. You want helicopters? You want helicopters? All right, stir the sauce. Trains, Don't let the sauce trains, stick. Oh, wait, hold on. No, Moonstruck. It's, it's no, it's fucking Goodfellas. Goodfellas. It's Goodfellas. Moonstruck was close. Ooh, way to fuck I'm, off. I know. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Wait, what was what? the thing you just wanted to say that you said I hope I don't forget oh man you know what's funny it's not really funny but well, how one thing leads to the other Katie you mm-hmm. know like you yeah. do the YouTube and next thing you know garbage time and now yeah. you're now oh. you fucking made it because you're, you're un- here yeah. UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton yeah. and myself is, I, can, I can't say Matt I can't say the third person thing. I you always do Matt and Matt Sarah yeah, but the name of the that's the title you're always yeah, saying, you're the not, title you're saying it's like it garbage time with Katie Nolan it's like it's not the third person it's the name of the show you're not saying Katie Nolan loves hosting the show what are you going to do next Katie you going to wear your sunglasses inside Katie I like that Katie's big so. time. All right, yeah, I think I'm sorry. I don't want to attack you, Katie. Me that I had these. Look, yeah. look at how cool she is. Look, she wasn't doing that when she was just doing YouTube. No. Look at that. No. Why don't we all be like assholes and wear our sunglasses? Hold on. All three your of us sunglasses look sunglasses. Like, uh, like science goggles. This is like fucking RoboCop on steroids. 
Look yeah. at this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, you, you don't want a picture of me? They look wanna, like Wait, get me, like get me from the chest up. Goggles. Get me from the neck. Oh, my God. This is like a selfie 101. What the fuck is the matter with you? Matt, turn around. There we go. Okay. Did you okay, make good. a fist? The title of this nice. picture is I'm in studio with two asses. <laughs> <laughs> Fisting tweet that thing. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Okay. Yep. What the hell? You was said it? one thing leads oh, to another. Oh, yes. Katie, yeah. what a great job of bringing me back. She's very good. Another reason. She should leave garbage time. Be the third person in here. Okay. I don't know what they pay you over there, but Chris will match it. Okay. <laughs> <Chris> <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't Katie's. want to work with someone who's going to ask about my relationship all the time. I wouldn't. I'm sorry. Yeah, Chris. Chris does. You're that you're very weird nosy. guy like that. Today, yeah. we, re- we found out a yenta. bunch of things today. And you're one a of those that He is a yenta. Yeah, you're a fucking creep. with attacking the guy. Yeah. Anyway, sometimes I walk in the door. By the way, excuse me, Matt. And Chris will like take his pointer finger and his middle finger and he'll yeah. fluff my dick and yeah. he'll be going, I see it. this taken Your care helmet. of. That's so yeah. strange that you do that and yeah. I totally believe it. It's inappropriate. Yeah. What a weird thing for you to do. It, was, it was in his contract. I, I understand. He has to question. Yeah. You know, shells right now, Chris. It's very inappropriate. But uh, I did the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show, like yes, I said, on Sirius XM. Yes. And anyway, so then I get a nice text from Jimmy afterwards. Oh, that was great. Do you mind if I give your number to Doug Benson? Because he wants you to go on the... Um, Doug texted me, yes. And uh, he wants to go on Doug Loves Movies. Yes. That's such a good podcast. Guess you? who else loves movies? You. Matt. This guy. Did he text you? I'm doing the two thumb thing, Katie. Okay. Yeah. I know. Listen, okay. it might be making you want to puke, but I'm not trying uh, to win Katie you doesn't mind. I'm, I'm just... Oh, okay. Okay. I'm a okay. I was up, doing... Bro. I was pointing at myself. Are you going on Doug Loves yes. Movies? Yes. That's great. Have you done it? <laughs> yeah. I no, realize... like done it? No. I thought you said if I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very fun show to do. I'm gonna find the... He's great. I'm not reading the text like a little schoolgirl. I'm just going to see when it is so I could actually... I want to... I'm oh, excited. He doesn't announce guests. Do you know what movie? Oh, he doesn't announce this? No. Guests? No. <laughs> Wow. Well, so you're not on anymore. No, because no, you don't know the date. No, I, no, don't, I don't know the date, but everybody that watches that, hey, maybe I'll be on. Matt Doug, will be if on. Need a replacement for when you were gonna have Matt on because I, now he's off. You can have me. I, fucking gotta, I might have just. I, I didn't know he doesn't do That's that. That's fine. No, but you, you didn't saying you're. We. I've said I'm gonna be on. You just don't tell the specific one. I'm gonna be on. That's great. There I'm happy is. he texted you. All right. Good for you. Congratulations. I'm excited about it. And and I talked to Sam. We would love to have you on our program, the Sam uh, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts Show on Sirius XM. Again? Oh, I'm sorry. You're talking to Katie. You're always welcome, but this time I was talking to what, How I early is it? Though. 8 to 11 a.m. Oh, my God. I can do it. I can yeah, make that not happen. Bad. That's What's not too bad. You, put your sunglasses back on. How early is it? Yeah, what time does your show start? <laughs> <big shot? laughs> I don't want to uh, My show's you. at 11.30 p.m. <laughs> Miss so Fang. Oh, really? Person. Oh, you mm-hmm. tape late. It's 11.30 at night. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we tape at like 4 or 5, but it's, Better. yeah, it's not because then I'm awake. Are you a morning what person? What time do you wake oh, up? No. God, no. Uh, usually, like, if I don't set an alarm, I'm usually up, like, 1030. That's not bad. Not Where do you live? too bad, but Hoboken. Oh, you Okay. I don't have yeah, to bring yeah. it up again, because it might be painful. Your ex-boyfriend, <laughs> was he a morning person? Uh, no. Oh. He worked in bars, so he was, uh, he oh, would okay. always work really late. Because you start to look at, you, you know, you, you don't know how compatible you are until you're living together mm-hmm. and this and that. I never did that. You've never, never lived with somebody. No. That's wow. interesting, no. Jimmy. I, I like house guests. I think in this in this city too, it's like out of necessity almost because you're not going to both live in Manhattan and pay Manhattan. That's rent. a good it point. Just doesn't make any sense. So I think a lot of people move in probably earlier than most relationships. So what you're saying is, if you're just a couple of big applers, you're probably going to shit just yeah. to make it's just a real like you city. know financially, this makes a lot of sense for us to move in. Chris likes them. City. It's just a different thing there, man. Like you could always just be like, all right, I had my fill of you. Yeah, I've never done it. I, I used to pay my ex-girlfriend's rent um, just Ooh. because I'm like, we fight too much and I'm like, I, I don't want to end the relationship over a dumb fight. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I've gotten better since then. Like I don't, I don't want to be in that situation anymore. Like they say, it's better to talk it out and go to bed not angry. That's hard. <laughs> That's hard to do. <laughs> it is hard. Yeah. It the toughest thing from when you first move in together is when you have your first fight because you can't go away. You're home. Right. So you're like, I'm going to sit in this side of the couch. Yeah. You better yeah. stay on that side. Yeah. Like, there's no where to go. So, you what's goof. next? Movies? No. For you? No. What Acting. are you talking about? No. <laughs> hey, what's on, the, uh, what's on the Katie Nolan horizon? <laughs> is, it? is this it? Is this where it stops? I mean, don't get me wrong. Garbage time is fucking phenomenal. Oh, thank you. When, where, how, when, does, when do we catch that again? 11.30. Wednesdays at 11.30 on FS1. I'm not a good segue like Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's segue is all smooth. I just yell at shit. Yeah, Wait, I want, I want to watch Garbage Time. Did you say again? Wednesdays at 11.30 Eastern on FS1. My ADD is the best thing for your uh, program. Uh, fucking what? Your program. Your program. program. Because I'm going to ask again. It's 11.30, Jimmy. 11.30 on FS1 on Wednesday. Why is it only once a week? Yeah. It should be more that's, than that. See, that's the goal. The goal, what's next in the Caden on Horizon that's is what to I was be a, a weekly, at. I mean, a daily show. Yeah, that, that's But that takes money show. and that takes a staff and we have a really small, I mean, you guys saw, we have a really small group of people working. Like, there's not a lot going on we need more people i love dave easton by the way i want to give him a shout out (laughs) you're like i don't whatever look i don't know if you like the guy maybe you don't like the guy okay good oh you get you almost that was almost as awkward as bringing up with misha about (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say you know chris loves dave easton now dave easton's our producer is he a producer fucking hey he is he's a good guy nice man all right Uh, (laughs) (laughs) katie's hysterical I, I want her. I, mean, I love Katie Nolan. I think she's tremendous. No, no, no. I, I think he's it's, right. You can just say, you know, good. You're right. Fine. Okay. You're tremendous. Fine. Thank no, you. that's that's Katie. Typical performer. Low self esteem. I understand. Like, don't talk me up because I'm only going to let you <laughs> down. Exactly. No, no. I get it. Set the bar low so that when I'm hilarious, I, you can be. You're impressed. looking at the same guy. Oh, I'm with you. Bit of brief news before we go. What's we did, that? We didn't forget to mention this. John Jones's arbitration hearing with USADA is set for Halloween in L.A. Oh, so wow. good luck, John. We'd love to get you on this show, as you know. I'm really, really hoping you're back in the UFC soon. Bigfoot's out of the UFC after not receiving a contract offer after that knockout loss to Roy Nelson. And uh, I, Wyman has said, and I'm going to talk about this tomorrow, If, if I, in a recent interview, if I beat Yoel, I get Bisping. That's an easy day. He's a tough guy. Oh. He showed he's tough without a doubt, but it might be one of my easiest fights I've had in years to get that fight with Bisping. And Hendricks on his fighting future against his uh, up, up, upcoming fight against Neil Magny, which is a very tough fight. The last two I lost fair and square. I know I have. Realistically, if I go out there and lose, that's when it's time to say I'm done. I'm not going to keep fighting to hopefully find a person I can be. I love Johnny Hendricks. I hope I hope he, I like Neil too, though. But yeah. I, I hope Johnny wins that fight just because I want to see him continue fighting. You know what's so crazy about that and this sport is just, it feels like just yesterday he was the champ. I know, he was on top of the world, unbeatable. And now he's talking about if I can't, I have to find somebody. I'm not going to keep fighting until uh i find somebody i could beat like he's he's yeah. that's that's where he is mentally and I, he was just the champ he was just on top of the just world. the champ and i thought he got kind of robbed and, and no disrespect to robbie lawler but i do think that uh hendrix was uh yeah i i thought that he won that fight close and, yeah but i gotta I, watch it again yeah let's it watch close. it again together a couple <laughs> well, of men doing something masculine <laughs> root each other but, on I mean, since punch then, each other good naturedly since then he had some 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 tough some he has tough yeah. fights, man some yes. tough fights and uh I don't know, man. I want to see where he's at mentally. I mean, this, this, that's a that's a huge fight, and that's not an easy guy in front of him. Did I keep you guys from talking about UFC? That's no. not how that should have been. You, you keep didn't talk I about all you want. I no. want to learn. I we need, need no. to learn these no, things. No, no, no. I think we talked a lot about it. No, <laughs> you did not keep. I just feel like at the end, you're like, "Here's all the things we're going to talk about next week." We don't have an asshole no, guest who doesn't no. like UFC that much. Shoot, I had a, we had a great time with Katie. And look at this. Look we at the wanted time. you in because you're a fun guest, and we enjoy you. 
And no, we I literally just looked at that before we wrapped okay, up and realized, good. oh, we didn't talk about it. You know how many times we don't get to what's on the list? Chris no. will make a list. A lot. A lot. And we well, talk the to list Misha. does just say over and over, does Misha Tate have a boyfriend? It's like, yeah, why yeah, did he exactly. have to write that so many yeah. times on the I list? I really want to know. so strange. Super creepy. Can Chris. I just ask you guys one favor? Yes. Sure. Can you uh, either, A, keep Greg Hardy out of MMA, or uh, if when he becomes an MMA fighter, like just d- totally crap on him? He's a football player. He played for the Cowboys. Played I, for the uh, Panthers before that. Domestic how violence. old is he? Uh, twenty-eight. And what did you say about him? He's what? Oh, domestic violence. Yeah, I remember oh. that. He was found guilty, but because of a loophole in the courts in Carolina, you can appeal if a if a jury if you if a judge finds you guilty, you can appeal to a jury of your peers, and then between that, they the the woman that what? accused him stopped cooperating, which is a common symptom oh, that, of domestic that, violence, and oh, so then he got okay. off, and then he he sucks. Uh, oh. And he now says he wants to be an MMA fighter. Oh, so that might be a good thing. Get him in there and get his ass kicked. Yeah, that's the so that would be great. There you yeah, go. That's not something kicked. you just say, oh, I'm a tough guy. Let me go try that out. So most likely, if yeah, he tries Dana White this said out. something like, you know, I played football two days ago. Maybe I'll go try out for the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it don't work. People think that it, fights are so much easier. <laughs> fucking Dana. <laughs> it, don't, it don't work like that. Dana's fucking funny. Oh, he's really 28, just, was I right? Yeah. Know that guy inside and out, unfortunately. But yeah. anyway, just don't we go keep... easy on him. No, we won't. Okay. We wouldn't at okay, all. Okay, good. I Ask like... him if he's got a girlfriend. <laughs> Is it, are they Yo, broken up? Know. Are they broken no, up? Yeah, they're broken yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yes. All right. All right, Jimmy. Listen, I don't know what else we need to talk about. I think I mean, we covered everything. What a Katie, great we didn't change anything because you were here. We okay, just enjoyed good. having you. You're a delight. It was enhanced. Very, the episode was enhanced. You're a fun enhanced. person. She's walking out of here with a big head. I was. I was. And some sunglasses. I gave out so many compliments. <laughs> you did. You're very complimentary. Yeah. But then you talked about how much you complimented me. So now I just feel it doesn't, weird. It doesn't feel the same, does it? It feels strange. It feels fake. It is weird now. It feels now. forced. Yeah. Does it feel forced? A little. I feel a little like bit. you think 100% I, I need not, it. Holy fuck. And you're my buddy. You're agreeing with her. I'm no, not I'm just saying shit. anything. I'll agree with anything Katie says right I'm now. Oh, okay. I'm I thought a big you Katie fan. I shoot from the fucking hip. Yes, you do. Bang! Pew, pew. I'm a fucking... <laughs> Moron. No, Matt's we, a very honest guy. I am too energetic today. I love it. I should have got more fucking rolling in this morning. Oh, come on. It's good to have some energy. What do you Little. mean when you say rolling? It means- I uh, picture you, before you actually tell me what it is, I picture you doing somersaults towards something and you know what I did? somersaults away from it. You know what? Is that what rolling Want to see? Is? Do you want to see? No. I'll sh- somebody was filming. Oh, Jimmy wants us to get the fuck I out I want to see. No, Jimmy. Show. Wait, we have time. All right, Jimmy. You show. You know why? Because I don't know why my buddy was taping it, but oh, it Matt, is kind of- Maybe we'll point. do the- Maybe we'll- um. I'll put it up to the fucking. I, can't, I don't know where the fuck it is. Oh, here it is. And it's funny because I say I'm such a fat guy on here. Here, look. This what is it. Let's rolling? put it up to a mic. Okay. This is it. Let me see. Turn here. your phone. I'm gonna. Well, I'm trying to get the mic on it, but okay. Jimmy's going. Well, the, it's phone. over this side. Oh, wait. The, oh where's the, the mic? Speakers on this side. Yeah. It's on this there you side. Go. So this was this morning with me and my buddy Pete Drago cell, and it might be music. Hold on. He looks like he's gonna fart on you. Yeah. Wait, hold oh. on. So this is rolling. Can we play that music? Now look, 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 this is rolling. Now we're just getting warmed up, and now I'm looking, I'm looking to pass his guard right now. I should talk in the mic. See, I'm looking to get past his guard right now, yeah. my buddy Petrago Cell, and he's moving and he's looking to sweep me. Hold on, I'm gonna do some break dancing in a second. Man. So now look, he's looking to get on top of me, and I shouldn't have wore white. I didn't know I'd be showing you this, Katie. Next, look how big my ass looks. But anyway, you see oh how my we God. get. <laughs> You see how we get the moving, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. And next thing you know, that's how we warm up. Yeah. Look, he's he's blowing away. He's back on his fucking Twitter. From the things and I know about you, I wouldn't think you'd own a pair of white pants, to be honest. I don't shit myself. I'm the <laughs> cleanest. Listen saying, to I'm me. I'm just surprised that Listen, that's in your Listen, I'm not bragging too much. Cleanest guy in this room. Yeah. Sure, no, no, these sure, guys sure. are clean, but I'm fucking very hygienic. I'm very hygienic. Okay, I believe you. I will say this: <laughs> when it comes, not that you can, 
When it comes to clean hineys, I have many times passed the double knuckle test. My hiney is immaculate. What is a double knuckle test? I don't think when a girl just wants to show me who's boss. You know what it is? It's it's like how they it's how they used to check the airplanes for fucking uh, if there's oil in there. They with the stick. It's disgusting. Um, Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Listen on that (laughs) on that note. I want to thank the wonderful. Beautiful Katie Nolan. Yes, Katie. Sure, on a festival one Wednesday nights, eleven thirty. Yes, Wednesday nights, eleven thirty. Garbage, garbage time, garbage time, with, time Katie with who? Katie Nolan. That's me. All right, the third person. Thing. And if you want to catch me, I'll be in Philadelphia this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Helium. Bring almonds. Yes, I'm sorry, I'm swallowing. He likes almonds. almonds. I love almonds. He's a big fan of nuts. And I'll also be. <laughs> in, I will also be in uh, Fort Lauderdale coming up. I have dates in Doyletown, Saratoga, a whole bunch of stuff warming up for my special, which I shoot here in New York, December 17th. And Jimmy, if you're in Strong Island and you want to do some Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or some Muay Thai or anything where you want to strike people, sarahbjj.com, and that's it, man. That's all I got. Other than that, I'm hanging out with you. I wish I lived closer to you. I'd love to take to have you train. Sooner or later, Jimmy, you're going to do some fucking arm runs. I know. I, I do want to learn a little bit. Just what I can talk about. I can talk like a real white belt and annoy everybody. I'll come all, I'll sound like a black belt, but I'll just be a white belt. I think, yeah, I, I, dude, let me tell you something. You might get a stripe just because you're my buddy on your belt. That's a fucking Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that one out. He's wow. Listen, this is corrupt. I, I was, he's joking. Corrupt. It'll probably be harder on me coming from. It's true. It's true. And Chris, the producer, get your fucking act together. All right, everybody. Don't be creepy. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or Lending Partner Banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.